0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, at 8 p.m. Eastern, talk and streaming live on Facebook.com/slash Secrets of the Sire and YouTube.com/slash Secrets of the Sire. Tonight, Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel? Well, Shazam. Uh, we've got Starlet Runners Jeff Gomez, transmedia guru, in studio with us. And we ask the question: is Captain Marvel going to be Marvel's Wonder Woman? As always, I'm your host, Michael Dolce, and I am joined by my co-host extraordinaire, Mr. Hassan, How Mr. John Edward Anderson. To, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, <laughs> nicely done. Nicely done? Nicely. Thank you. Mr. Hassan Godwin. What's up, my man? How are we supposed to answer that question?
0: How we, are we haven't seen the yet. How are we supposed to answer this question? Shouldn't we be asking these questions next week? Well, we can ask those questions next week, or we could ask uh, Mr. Jeff Gomez, who's seen the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but then, then he's going to spoil the movie.
1: For all of us, we're,
0: we're not gonna. He's not gonna. He's very. He's very well trained at this. I'm <laughs> so we are <laughs> discreet. <laughs> I will. I will. I will say this though. What Jeff that? Gomez is getting his own bracket in two weeks, as part of the March Madness uh, Secrets of the Sire tournament that we do every year. I don't understand. You're going to get a bracket named after you. We're we're going to pit you, Pat Shand, Darren Sanchez, and maybe Fabian. I guess Fabian's been on enough times. We gotta fi- we, I got to. I got to find that enigmatic fourth member who's been. Uh, on the show, see Fabian's only been live once, so I don't know if it it's probably a. Is it a
1: Victoria? Is it?
0: It could be. Yeah, it could be. She's been that. in. She's been in studio two a bunch. Yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna. We do every year. We do a March Madness bracket tournament. This year, um, I, I have some ideas floating around. I think we're gonna take every single Marvel movie and pit it against. pit them against each other, uh-huh. and you're gonna have certain movies pitted against each other in your own bracket. In my bracket. In your bracket. Okay. And that's the extent of what your involvement will be at that point. There's just oh, really boy. nothing else. It'll just be called the Jeff Gomez bracket. Great. <laughs> well,
2: uh, stop pitting me against Fabian <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's too mean. He's yeah. too, all I ever
2: do is love him. All I ever do oh, and, oh, and and boy. pay yeah. him a lot of money oh. and he's so mean. Mean.
0: And that's all it, that's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> that's what it takes. <laughs> so Captain Marvel is an interesting uh little nugget coming out though, the Marvel Captain Marvel. Uh David Rosenberg. at Yeah, uh, you're
1: destined to, to to make this as confusing as humanly
0: possible. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> we'll get into the history a little later. Yeah. Um, it's got it, the ticket sales are, are like through the roof. The pre the pre ticket sales. Yeah. The, uh, the in spite
1: of in spite of efforts to the contrary. Right.
0: The boo birds are out. The mm-hmm. uh, yes, the, boo-birds. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the trolls the trolls are trolling. Yeah. Uh, there's no question about it. They're definitely doing their th- their part to try they're to- they're
1: they're buoyed by the the solo thing that they think they think they sunk that ship yeah, you know and they and so they're they're thinking now you have to do is a bad mouth uh, a mo-. they've had a good good run up though about three or four months of bad mouthing the film before it even got close to, to you know, coming out this,
0: this is the funny thing about it though solo see solo to me makes perfect sense right because you it first of all it literally came out what four or five months after last jedi yeah you know, six months and, it, and the, like so the taste was still you know kind of raw in people's right. mouth uh that did or did not like the film for whatever reasons mm-hmm. we didn't like the film uh, not for the uh you know hateful reasons we didn't like it because it was a bad movie um, but it, last Jedi, yeah. But okay, regardless, yeah. it because I like Solo. <laughs> but regardless, well, no, yeah, Solo I thought was yeah. was a fun movie, yeah. right? Uh, but you can you can definitely say that it 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 carried over to uh, to yeah, Solo, it did. It and did. it was easy, right? It's and an then easy, it was it's an easy momentum. Not only swim. that,
1: it was six months later. It was it wasn't it was out of season now, yeah. for for a Star Wars film, even though it it was in the it, it was in its original season, right? Um, and uh, you know people people were. There was a tepid enthusiasm for solo f- for like you know since it was announced, right? Kind of like, well, why are they doing that? Didn't they? How can you kill this guy off and then turn around and hire a new actor to play right. him? And you know, there's a lot of uh, animosity about it.
0: Yeah. So Captain it, Marvel just has animosity because she's a woman, like, which is weird in a way, right? Like, there's 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 people that can jump onto that women bandwagon. There's people that can take that as a talking point politically and run with it to get their YouTube clicks, which I get, you know, we all, you know, we understand that. Hey, we're in that business. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? We're not above that. We're not
1: above (laughs) that. Hey,
2: guys, uh, you know, we observe this a lot at uh, Starlight Runner. Uh, uh, We we watch fan behavior, fan activity um, uh, closely because we advise studios about this sort of thing. And um, uh, it, it seems to us, that it has a little bit less to do with the character and yeah. and, and the the superhero uh, icon, and a tiny bit more to do with the fact that it seems that the performer, the yeah. talent, um, uh, has some sort of uh, political agenda sure. uh, as far as the fans are concerned. Sure. and this drives this ire. Right, um, uh, and um, and because. Essentially, where we live in a time where you can flip your finger directly at <laughs> <laughs> these these actors. Yeah, um, progress. And, yeah. And, we and call that their studios <laughs> and, and, and so forth. Um, uh, this is kind of what's what's happening. I mean, we've had wonderful, strong uh, uh, female uh, yeah. heroes uh, throughout the the eighties and nineties, yeah. right? Uh, Sigourney Weaver's uh, yeah. uh, uh, Ripley. Ripley. Linda Hamilton's Terminator character, Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor, and um, uh, and yet this this behavior is is happening. I really wish that these people would um, uh, just appreciate the fact that that this we're getting this treasure, this wealth of amazing content. When when I was
1: younger, once or twice a year, did something awesome come to the movies that felt ju- yeah, like it was everyone's, just for me? Everyone spoiled now, it seems yeah. like you know. I I watch and and this this is this is related but unrelated. Yeah, I watch I watch unboxings on YouTube. <laughs> I love these, that These like obnoxious, <laughs> like like. Like Uber geeks, like get these like these super expensive three hundred dollar action figures, you know, sure. via sideshow toys or something. Sh figure arts. Yeah, and they just yes, exactly, and they they, they whip them out of these boxes and in this, in this kind of weird ritual ceremonial kind of thing, and then they proceed to gripe about everything that's slightly mm-hmm. off or wrong with the with the, and I'm like, well, when I was a kid. If it just looked remotely <laughs> like the cartoon or the movie, we were like, "Wow, look how, how detailed is it are. amazing? Yeah, we'll is it, it amazing? How and we how, had to, we yeah, just right. had to use our imagination." Now, they, for the for Star Trek Discovery, people are upset that the Klingons are different. Well, look, we live we you know, or the aesthetics a, we are time, different. Know
0: that fans can literally make fan films that are better than what studios can put out. Sometimes, uh, no, I know sometimes, but sometimes. I mean, the thought of that possibility twenty years ago, ten years ago. That w- but that it wasn't doesn't there. matter so because the more, the more we up
1: our game with the, with our abilities, yeah. the more the more expectation gets put no, on no, us but, to, and, and, and to deliver so, right? perfection. And rightfully right. so. No, way, not right. rightfully so. Well, I think rightfully so. I, think, I look, don't if, think if, so. If
0: you could sit there as a as a fan and put out a Darth Vader uh, Star Wars movie fan film mm. that looks awesome compared to what we're actually seeing on the screen. Well then yeah, I, I kinda of think the studio should step their game up. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not that, talking about like
1: whether the, whether we should get a quality product. I'm talking about whether we as consumers need to adjust our mm. our you know, our approach, our attitude about the content that we're being given. Because the more
0: The customer's, you know, the, the more the rigid... customer's always right. <laughs> Just remember the well, customers well, always I, right. But
2: we we also as as filmmakers, as people involved in the entertainment industry, there is a balance to walk with regard to fan service, yeah. and, and to uh, indulge. kind of what I um, was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, he I'm said speaking a, he said for a lot Hassan. More succinctly, he said um, it a lot more succinctly. <laughs> to indulge Uber fans is sometimes to, to go too dark for a, a global audience, or yeah. to um, uh, uh, or to to create things tapping into information that a lot of people don't know about. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little tricky.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, tricky is definitely a word. I think also we live in a message board society. Yep. We live in a marketing society too, where uh, everything that you say negative will get you more clicks. The more polarizing you are, the more money you make. I mean, it's 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 a devil's uh, bargain, right? You
1: from complaining about marketing now.
0: No, it does not. But we also <laughs> try to make money off the fact that we're complaining. But these are genuine opinions, at least we have. Yeah. I mean, that's that's at least...
1: Grace Randolph, um, uh, I think she coined the phrase that uh, the negativity gets weaponized. Or when it gets monetized, yes. negativity becomes monetized. Exactly. Right. She was talking right. about The Last Jedi... And she says that Disney would just just when the backlash was starting in the first like few weeks. and sure. She said Disney's got to jump in front of this before the hate becomes monetized, right? And then it's just not going to stop, right? And you know, I don't know how you would jump in front of something like that, but you know, I mean, they, the, they the they phenomenon should've. is real. they should
2: have. There there are ways to jump in front of it, uh, Hassan, and and um, uh, and Disney didn't do it, and and uh, I'm fascinated by the fact that they recently stated, yeah, Disney, the the corporation recently stated, look. Um, uh we are not going to advise our employees or our talent how to deal with social media.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, they they're they're all grown up and they they ought to be able to deal with it themselves. And by the way, if they make a mistake, we have every right to fire them and and, okay. uh, and, and get rid of them. And um, And I just wonder about why um, you know, I mean, it, it gives them all the power, mm-hmm. certainly. Sure. Um, but I well, wish, it releases them
0: of the liability.
2: It releases them li- the right? liability. But I do wish there would be some primer uh, that that they can give um, uh, with regard to to the way that that you behave. A lot of these actors are portraying characters, right. yeah. that are iconic and mythic and 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 so forth, and you can see. The, uh, uh, the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, uh, actors, uh, the, the Captain America sure. uh, kind of guys, and, and and so forth, and how they're behaving in ways that elevate them above this kind of vitriol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but they're f- veterans too. They they're they're veterans are veterans of the yeah.
1: you know of the they, social scene in in general. They they
2: figured it out. I wish they would pass down their wisdom.
0: There's a narrative yeah, though <laughs> that but gets some people don't there, listen. There's a narrative in general though, uh, you know, and I think this is what people recognize when when you know we talk about you know kind of sniffing something that doesn't sniff right. Mm. Uh, when it doesn't matter if your cause is just or not, if it's not authentic or doesn't come across as authentic if it comes across as it's the same narrative, people kind of sit there and go, all right, well, I've heard this. How come everyone's saying the exact same thing? Like That is true. There's, talking there's, points. There's a talking point, yeah, right? There's yeah. a, okay, you've been coached up and you've been studied. Yeah. It's like in the NFL when when the quarterback faces the, uh, the media and it's like, well, we're just giving 110% and... You know, you know, blah blah uh, blah. Uh, blah uh, you know, I, I the, agree. You know,
2: but but there's there's that which I agree with. But I also believe that that fighting directly with your customers you don't agree because if you agree, no, with no, us, no, the show no, the show, no. show fails. Uh, don't don't, <laughs> don't put down the customer. Don't don't, <laughs> yeah. don't call them deplorables. Right. You know. What's the, what's your point by right. saying this thing? Oh, that that's interesting. Do you know? And and then and then you can talk about the fact that Marvel has always been left leaning, right. and kind of liberal in its comics. So is DC for that matter? Yeah, those all those superheroes were invented by Jews. <laughs> <Had> <laughs> problems, yeah, you know, and yeah. and were progressive people and and, and so forth. So. um so this we're just continuing that in the movies. Yeah, you
0: know? the funny thing about Captain Marvel too, which I which I kind of laugh with with the vitriol that's thrown at it. It's not it's not as if people are sitting there going like I can't believe they're ruining this character. It's like this character's most interesting moment was getting her powers taken away by Rogue, like literally in the comics. <laughs> yeah, that was I think the most that I, and, and and look I'm speaking of someone who's been reading comics for shit, thirty years now, uh, <laughs> where now I'm kind of sitting there saying you know. That's all I knew of Captain Marvel in the comics was right. oh after so you
1: read X Men that's all no you no would no know I no Carol no I, from the 90s on I'm telling you right now from
0: the 90s on now I know Kelly Sue Dominick uh, has the new book out and, and people are referencing that as the big one and Mark Millar actually wrote what became the Guardians of the Galaxy movie right. and that was more of a of a of a more recent book so I get True. it if there's if you're a fan of the more recent Captain Marvel I totally get it this is this is not directed at you but mm-hmm. for me reading X Men Avengers. Iron Man, you know all these things. Sure, she was never a character like she was a blip. She was a she was a mm. blip. Quasar was more of a was more of a, a you know. A, yeah, a, a, you know, I was came more up reading
1: X Men, and they never even referred to her as Captain Marvel. No, they used Carol always call her Carol yeah. Danvers. Carol Danvers. Yeah. Carol Danvers. So. so. So but there, I mean, so I've always known who Carol Danvers was. Was she was some unfortunate, right. uh, you, <laughs> you know, person powers, with powers you know, yeah. that gave that gave, gave her powers over to a rogue, right? right. <laughs> but I never knew that. Uh, I didn't know until until years later that that was Captain Marvel. Yeah. Carol, and when and now and then they'll show her in the costume, and right. you're like, oh, you know, and you yeah. correlate it. But for the most yeah. part, they didn't even really reference her as Captain Marvel.
0: Well, that's the thing, and I think the people that are that are so against this right now are the people that. You know, didn't even really read her no, like 30 years. You no. know what I mean? And you can tell when you can tell by the criticism. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. But I mean,
1: uh, that's that's part for the course.
0: All right. When we come back, we're going to do a little Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel. What? Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it superficial. Just a brass tacks. We are very superficial people. Yes. In general. Well, so we're going to stick to. Well, I'm a very superficial person. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a book by the cover. <laughs> I'm, kind of I'm a great guy. I'm not <laughs> superficial at all. Secrets of the Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, at 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, talking comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. We've got the great Jeff Gomez, hey. transmedia guru from Starlet Runner Entertainment. Uh, give our audience a quick 30-second elevator pitch on Starlet Runner and what you guys do. And go. All right. We are a New York <laughs> City production
2: company. Uh, we specialize in uh, working with the big Hollywood studios, uh, video game companies, book publishers, uh, to create um, uh, universes out of screenplays, so we extend the uh, worlds, the story worlds of Pirates of the Caribbean and Avatar and Transformers and Halo uh, across
0: multiple media platforms. Thirty seconds on the yeah. dot. Wow! Boom! Yeah. That's yeah. how you do it, Hassan. Yeah. Apparently. That's why we're middling, and we need to middling. ascend. We need to ascend. <laughs> we're talking. What Captain do you mean, we white man? <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yes. I feel those clicks coming, baby. <laughs> uh, we're talking Captain Marvel, and we're actually sitting with a man who's seen Captain Marvel. So now, if you don't want any How's kind of spoilers, end? if you don't want any, no spoilers, what happens at the end? <laughs> Thanos comes. Uh, if you want zero spoilers, keep listening anyway because we don't want you to ever turn this off. But we did save this for the second thing. Give us your overall impression of the movie, spoiler free. Um, I,
2: I really enjoyed it. I don't. I don't place it on the highest echelon mm-hmm. of of the Marvel movies. But here's where where I really enjoyed it that isn't being talked about as much. Yeah. Um, In in its... Subtext in in in, in the, the the narrative around the narrative, mm-hmm. it is a Marvel Universe movie. Okay, um, there are many many references made to the greater Marvel Universe. There is uh, 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 some context and groundwork laid for the past of okay. the Marvel Universe, at least between World War II and the current crop. Um, and um, and certainly there are uh, a lot of hints about how this character. Uh, might
1: play a role in Avengers Endgame. Uh, all right. Okay. Now, I heard that that uh, that they were literally like paddy wagons and stuff like that that were rounding up straight white men <laughs> right at the premieres and 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 taking them away to the deep state. I think so, that's absolutely true. I <laughs> don't, I, mean, I just, don't see why that would not be true. What did you did you witness anything like that happening? Well,
2: just- like Mr. Nicias, I am Latino. <laughs> so they <laughs> so didn't carry bless. me off. <laughs> <laughs> He's Italian for sure. But some see, see,
1: you know the Argentinian. problem? Argentinian. The mm. problem is, neither of them denied it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I posed a question to both of them, and neither of them said, No, that's impossible. That, I never witnessed anything like that. Guys,
2: You're... look, is there evidence in the film of uh, feminism and, and uh, 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 stridency and all that sort of thing? She's a woman, right. and she kicks. Frickin'
0: ass mm-hmm. so oh, yes <laughs>
2: you know it's gonna annoy them if that's what the <laughs> expectation <laughs> what that Bob they're gonna walk in
0: the problem is is that she doesn't show any cleavage see they had no problem um, when tomb raider was out coming out and she had you know the tight shirt I, i'm actually being dead serious i, I would that really wasn't yeah, a joke. because
1: she wasn't overtly
0: right uh, sexualized right. right like we actually so. i think you sent me a video or maybe i stumbled across a video of a guy talking about how you know, people are upset because they can't go home and and uh, yeah. and have some it's, private time it's with just themselves nonsense. It's to her.
2: Nonsense! Brie Larson is beautiful. Yeah, um, no, I think it's. I mean, if, if you want that, you can buy Ms. Marvel <laughs> issue number one, where right. we first see Carol Danvers. There you go. In a superhero outfit with giant panels or the, cut out, or the, <laughs> or the you can see her navel.
1: Uh, uh, porn. Just watch porn. Come out. Just watch some porn. it <laughs> be a, maybe a month away from now. It'll here you be, go, kids. Go to Google. Type be in porn. porn You'll find porn,
0: like it's there. <laughs> it's, it's there. There'll yeah. be a co-
1: porn called not Captain Marvel, or you know, right? Captain Marvel, or porn adaptation, or something right? like that.
2: We and are we are becoming middling. <laughs> if, no, uh, <laughs> no, no, Jeff, we've always been there. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> we've, we've always been there. <laughs> <laughs> we're striving. We're,
0: for... We're, sometimes we have to come up to middling. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you whatever. a question, even though you know you've seen Captain Marvel, which does ruin the question a little bit, but but pretend you didn't see it. Based on the trailers, what looks more exciting or interesting to you, Shazam... Which is also Captain Marvel. We'll get into the history of that in a, in we a little really bit. You don't really
1: need to. You've you've killed that horse. Okay, well, uh, look, <laughs>
0: I, I did my homework. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared to talk
1: trailer. No, um, tra- trailer's fine. Just the uh, Captain Marvel, the the uncovering of the fact that they're both called Captain Marvel. Yeah. we, we killed. Well, the but, horse. but they're okay, not you, allowed. You, Shazam is not allowed to call themselves Captain Marvel anymore. No, well, uh, they lost thanks that to the trademark. Seventies, right? very yeah. early on. Yeah, yeah, we did
0: cover um, it. See, we're covering all our bases today.
2: You know, I appreciated the exuberance of the uh, uh shazam a uh, trailer uh, and and there were things in it that <laughs> that were 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 kind of delightful i, I did find the um, this is
1: what we call conciliatory the, no, the, 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 no. the captain
2: marvel uh, trailer seemed a little bit run of the mill and you guys talked about that yeah the, the, there was See, he actually it to was nothing show. It's that so, it's so refreshing i'm a fan <laughs> <laughs> it's so refreshing
0: though.
2: <laughs> um, uh, you know, and and look, I've seen uh, fan complaints. Ugh, uh you know, the the DC is abandoning seriousness, right. um, And the Snyderverse for this uh, mockery, right? You know, everything's got to be funny now. Uh, look. Have you read Captain Marvel comic books? From, you know, early on his origin and so forth. It's, I
1: just, it's goofy stuff. I just think it doesn't. I think you can do a comedy like, say, like Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor, uh, Ragnarok, where it it looks like a spectacle and it's funny. Right. This the, um, uh, Shazam just looked mostly funny without the superhero spectacle. You know, and the guy to me, and I've, I've said this before, it yeah. just looks like a guy in a, in, a, in a bodybuilder suit. Like it doesn't even <laughs> okay. look like it's his body. And I know the guy uh, worked out really, really feverishly to, to be able to, you know, to bulk up to right. to look like Shazam. So it just to me, it was the the... The, the spectacle aspect of it looked lackluster.
2: I, I do think that that we're going to be in for a couple of surprises in I'm, in the film.
1: I'm sure the money shots. He's are seen not, that too. You know. so and
2: okay. um, and and by the way, I, I, I think that uh, Warner um, is front loading the humor um, is, is truly you know I don't. That's I don't also know true that too, right? Uh, I mean, that and that's, that's why we uh, actually be comical. That's why we do great the trailers
0: through. here too, because there's a lot of trailers that you see it and then the movie turns out to be the complete opposite, for for better for worse. Of what, you, of what they're actually trying to pitch you so that you'll right. go and actually see the movie. I mean, we'll go see the movies because that's our livelihood. That's what we do and that's what we enjoy. Mm-hmm. But they're not, they're not trying to get us. They've got us, you know? They're trying to get, okay, we want Joe Couple on the street that loved Deadpool to come see this movie. We want Joe Couple on the street that didn't like, you know, how dark Batman vs. Superman was to give DC a shot. You know, I mean that's what they're that's what they're aiming at. I I, um, I I've complained
2: a little bit uh, before about uh, Warner Brothers and and the fact that they they kind of chase butterflies and and they and do. make these hairpin turns yeah. because the last thing that they did wasn't quite working. Right. right. Instead of um, doubling down on it. Exactly. Or committing to oh, let's say a long term vision. <laughs> um well, so. we don't do that. I mean
1: <laughs> Disney or Lucasfilm's not doing that. Nobody's doing it. I know. <laughs> long term vision seems like a lot of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> it's very long. It's very long term. Perhaps
2: some more than others, right?
1: And it doesn't work, obviously. Like Game of Thrones and uh, Lord of the Rings, you can you can tell that these things just do not work. It no doesn't good. Work that way. No good all around. Right? No, no. Yeah. Or or Marvel, the last ten years of, of building up to, like I'm, I remember sitting in the the theater watching Infinity War, yeah. And I and a part of me, because of the way things are in our world, and you know, and and the way they were in the the previous decade of growing up, part of me never expected it to come to fruition because there's so many like bold starts that never, hmm. you know, so yeah they, they, they feature Thanos at the end of the Avengers movie. Right. Uh, and we were just so, we were so enamored with the fact that they pulled Avengers off the first yep. movie. That Still when they, one of the best. When they promise you like this, 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 Pending doom that's coming, you're like, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll yeah. see if you can, you can stick that landing. Oh, I and, just loved it. And I then, loved it. Yeah. yeah, and then 10 years later, just sitting there going, wow, I'm actually watching that they it promised is. this thing to me right. 10 years ago and they delivered. Yeah, and, and
2: these are films uh, Infinity War and Endgame that if you just walked off the street not having seen any of that stuff, it wouldn't make a lick no, of sense. No. Yeah. <laughs> like Empire
1: Strikes Back. And, and yeah.
0: that's that's a gift to us, y- yeah. you know? what? What's your impression after seeing Captain Marvel uh, in terms of what to expect when Endgame comes out? I mean, w- uh, do you walk away from this film thinking, okay, I kind of see how she's going to play a role in Endgame. Obviously, she's going to play a role. I mean, it's, it's, but but... To what degree? I'm, I'm trying to dance around it because I don't sure, want to get no, no, no. too I, much uh, stuff. But
2: I think uh, it, it's it's fairly clear that she will not be a Deus Ex Machina, <laughs> um, and I think that's good. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't want her to save the day. Yeah. Um, it's unearned. Uh, I I think our guys, uh, yeah. you know, the team. Yeah. Uh, you can't bring a
1: character that. in like one movie ago. And then, and then have usurp the people that we've been watching for the last decade. You know? But come on, it's but, the but future's but female. The, there, so. There's the the right? writer. The
2: writers are super clever, and um and and she can play a pretty interesting role.
0: Okay, well that's that's good to know as well too. Uh, Shazam in general, though, you didn't answer the question. Which one? Which one? I
2: enjoyed the trailer for, for Shazam better. Like, you did, right? Like I, did. I Okay. What right. are you going to do? Yeah, that's good. See, that's what I like. That's,
0: that's what I want to hear. Hassan, <laughs> is, Hassan
1: just thumbs not, down on didn't it. Do it. Didn't, didn't do, do it a for thing a, for me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Hellboy trailer. It didn't do a oh, thing for well, me. Well, that just doesn't...
0: That now,
2: one, I, I'm talking about the trailer where he throws himself off the roof, drops a few feet, uh-huh. and then <laughs> the yeah. lightning hits, yeah. and he darts there's off. Some, that's there's some kind of awesome
1: there's some great stuff in it i'm just so used to great visuals Mm. but you know um that that kind of that have no emotional truth to it so like i'm not and there weren't there to be honest that scene was great but there weren't enough of those in the the, Mm -hmm. uh, story for for me I'm, you know, I'm the
0: psyched for Shazam. Like I'm really well, genuinely I know it's fun, but I'm so you also,
1: you also liked Venom. <laughs> so I mean, you know, you're a I I, oh, it, I didn't. I enjoyed oh, I enjoyed
0: it. It was I know, it was I know it was did. a snakes in the plane experience. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was really awesome.
1: It was a snakes in the plane without the snakes, the plane, or Sam Jackson. But yeah, it had a oh. tongue. Yeah, a, no, I get you. You know, we advised
2: <laughs> Sony on Spider-Man and, and Venom. Yeah. Um uh, it, it's it's little known that Starlight Runner uh, participated in, in Venom uh, fairly early on. On in development, and um, and I gotta tell you, not a huge fan of the film, um, yes. but it's successful. And the reason it was successful was that they did touch on a few uh, uh, things that that, um, that focus Very that sure. character Very that are, that are the truth of that character.
0: Jeff is like the uncle that we're like, and we're like the nephews trying to get his like approval. Like oh, every every time so he says something good, <laughs> like son's like yes, yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. see, oh, and man. I'm, always, I'm like, winning. I'm like, see, she's see. Oh, the so, so which
2: child is winning?
0: <laughs> sure. oh. Here's my thing on Venom. I just enjoyed the ride because Terrible at, film by the, Terrible. Not a good film no, no, no Not a good film Disgusting I'm not, not even going to say it's, I was disgusted But it can only it. go up <laughs> You would think, right? <laughs> Sony's going to be like We should do more of the same yeah. <laughs> This is exactly what we should do No, no be, But because it was so off the wall um, and, when and Michelle Williams showed up
1: as as the Venom all of a sudden after the entire movie of telling us that it, it, that people had to be compatible with the symbiotes in order for that to. <laughs> I almost punched the person next, sitting next to me just yeah. out of out of sheer frustration. Yeah.
2: Did you notice that Venom had the exact same ending as Bumblebee?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What's going on I actually on here. liked Bumblebee, which is which is <laughs> a strange makes, makes no sense. But Venom so. is so '90s. It was such a '90s it movie. It was such a it was such a '90s. Uh, we're trying. To yes. do superhero yes. movie, you movie, I know,
0: I know. There was yeah. just something about it. It though. was like that, a, that it was a it was a harsh throwback. <laughs> there was nostalgia. There was something. All right, when we come back, I want to learn more about what Star Starlight Runner is up to, oh. and uh, we are going to dive even deeper so into cool. all of this. All right, we uh, talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the stuff that you love, and we do it right stuff here. On-
1: that makes the girls run away.
0: Oh, well, clearly. No, no, no. no. That is completely false. Stuff that makes the girls That is completely, completely
1: false. I recommended
2: Secrets of the Sire on my
0: show, and I got less uh, female (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Secrets of the Sire. I, can play that I song still anymore. stand by that it's not true we, we, are, we are female friendly Even though we're just a bunch of dudes Welcome back to <laughs> Secrets of the Sire We were talking Captain Marvel We're talking Shazam uh, We're with Star Runners Jeff Gomez, <laughs> Transmedia Yo. Group The average folk on the street Has no idea what transmedia is mm. actually, I, actually I take that back Because I feel as if that term Has become more prevalent I know when we first met Which is many many years ago now the the term transmedia was kind of like a burgeoning uh, industry. It was something that was kind of uh, in the know. People knew what it was and right, and right. what the ramifications. But it, are. It,
2: it seeped into various companies, studios, ad agencies, and so forth, and it just became media. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, because yeah. we're we're telling stories across multiple media platforms now. And you guys are doing Ultraman. What's Oh like my this gosh, now? guys! Can you imagine I, when I was a tiny kid? The only thing that gave me any hope for the world was Godzilla. <laughs> um, uh, he was big and strong, and he could move through the city and destroy everything. He was my yeah, literally through my the city anger <laughs> incarnate, my little five-year-old anger. Um, uh, and um, and so you could only see Godzilla, yeah, uh, by going to the movies once in a long while sure. at the Loews Delancey, <laughs> um, uh, or. The four thirty movie once a year would mm-hmm. show a, a bunch of uh, a, a yeah. Japanese monster movies, and that was it. Um, one day, uh, um, I was uh, in in Puerto Rico. My dad lived there, and, and and I was I was there. I didn't speak Spanish. It was not good. <laughs> I was a, a nerd in paradise. <laughs> um, um, uh, but um, uh, on the TV, I saw on this kids' show. Um, uh, suddenly this giant monster... And descending from heaven was this silvery and red <laughs> super being, an angelic being who defended the earth yeah. against the monster. His name was Ultraman, <laughs> and I was like, "This is on television!" And it came every week, there was a new monster, and it would just smash the city, and, and and Ultraman would like dismember it and like <laughs> chop its head off, and and and, so, and it was just amazing. Um, uh, and it really um, uh, th- thrilled me to see that stuff that that movie magic on TV every week. Here I am some years later yeah. <laughs> that was the early 70s <laughs> uh, some years later uh,
0: I get to play with ultraman. this is my only question, right uh, I, I, I'm sure I got a bunch of questions yeah, but I imagine a lot of this uh a lot of these kind of movies and and shows in general, I'll I'll use Power Rangers as an example, right? To modernize it, you almost lose sort of like the campiness of it that kind of makes, you know, you almost lose its appeal when you modernize it, are you guys you attempting lose to... the emotional truth
1: of it. There's something, to... you know,
0: there was something as awful as those original Power <laughs> Rangers cartoons, you know, if you call them cartoons. Charm. You know, you, You're it, thinking of word charm. <laughs> there's a charm to them. Yeah. Yeah, there is something to that. You know, the Godzilla, when Godzilla becomes a real three-dimensional uh, dinosaur slash dragon that you can visualize and see, like, oh my god, that's a real thing. Right. It's, it's different than seeing the guy in the Godzilla suit going, <laughs> you know, moving around. Like There's some, there's kitsch to that. There's there's value to that. How do you guys make that balance? Or how do you... Or, or are you well, going to try? Um, uh, first of all,
2: the uh, I'll describe the job that we've got. The, yeah. the job is is that Ultraman uh, was something that was well-known all the way into the early 1980s mm-hmm. in the United States. And then it faded away. Yeah. And now you can kind of catch some episodes on YouTube or, or on Crunchyroll or okay. Toku or, or, or these streaming services. Uh, but... Um, uh, no, f- very few people know about it. So, Subaraya Productions has asked Starlight Runner and a company called the Licensing Group to kind of team up with them and reintroduce Ultraman, yeah. uh, the classic Ultraman characters, uh, to Western popular culture. And and so our first job is to review everything about <laughs> Ultraman. There's 50 years of it. Wow. I th- almost I a thousand episodes have been wow. produced. Dozens of feature sure. films. We have to create one of these Starlight Runner mythology documents, these thousand page, oh, every man. character, every creature, so <laughs> uh, every blaster. That's how you and I differ. Every That's piece not. of mecha. We're nerdy like that. Yeah, yeah. But I make Fabian Nussier's a right. I make him write the mythology. Um, there's a whole team of writers, including. Uh, uh, but Steel mostly, film. you make fave into it. Um But mostly, fave <laughs> yeah. into it. I, I mean, I, I need to get vengeance somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he has to actually watch these shows uh, in order to do oh, it. Well, so, he mentioned that last week. He was hard. very yeah. pissed. He
0: was very pissed off about that. <laughs> he,
2: um, um, but uh, then we have these books that we can give to licensees yeah. to, so that they can understand the property and and um, and create new sure. content based on it. And we're in the process of of, uh, getting licensees. There are uh, a number of of companies here in in the United States that look back fondly on Ultraman, and and they want to create Ultraman content. That's what's really fun, because that's where we start to get involved and talk about, well, how do you portray that that character again? Especially in light of the fact that that show was so influential, Power Rangers spawned out of it, and so did Pacific Rim, and so did... Um, uh, you know, so many other uh, uh, Transformers and and, and so forth coming out of uh, Ultraman. Um, How do you bring that back? How do you make it unique? Um, And and how do you maintain some of that charm? Because that charm is important. I feel
0: like the only creator off the top of my head that, that can do that, can take what feels old and make it new, but keep the same style as like Quentin Tarantino. Wow.
2: (laughs) Quentin Tarantino's Ultraman. That would be interesting. (laughs) Actually, yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hired.
0: (laughs) No, no, but like, seriously, like, if you. Because immediately what popped in my head was Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek is going to be coming out. Mm. And I can sit there and say, you know what, though? As crazy of, of a merger as that sounds, I can see him with all of his movies. I mean, they have, you know, Kill Bill has that vibe. Um, The one with uh, Kurt Russell that just came out uh, a couple years ago with Sam Jackson Mm -hmm. out in the the cabin, uh, The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight, You know, all of his movies, they have this feel to them that are reminiscent of the era that he is. Well, he has
2: genuine affinity and enthusiasm and and, and fundamental understanding of those genres and and, and those movies. Um, I love the work of Alex Ross. Alex Ross's Ultraman uh, uh, paintings are thrilling and, and do capture the the perspective the Ultraman is a hundred feet tall yeah you know yeah. And, and he can he can do that um a uh, sort of depiction
1: yeah David Milch said you have to in order for it to uh to to properly you know uh, capture things you have to his phrase was and I don't know if he he coined it but he said you have to rest transparently in the spirit that gives you rise and so that um, is
0: so deep man. Well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, because it's, it's David Milch, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean,
1: like, like people like Tarantino and Alex Ross, they they literally revel in the thing in in yeah. the imagery of uh, or the or the the atmosphere yeah. of what they what they grew up with. So they don't want to they don't fall into the trap of of overly modernizing everything yeah. to the point where they've leached out all of the as you were saying it's, all the charm. It's really it. a
2: great point, uh, Hassan, because the. Um, it, it's not enough to love the, the property and, yeah. and then kind of just make up your own version of it, right. You have to understand um, where that love is coming from. Um, uh, and, and properties like Ultraman and superhero properties in general, uh, have specific wish fulfillments. yeah. Um, right. uh, the, we call those, in our parlance, aspirational drivers. <laughs> ah. um, what is the wish that this character is fulfilling? um let's put our finger on exactly what that is and how it manifests sure. so that we can make sure to preserve th- that heart right. and soul in in however it is whatever special effects and contemporary narrative are, are being used
1: would you would you say that the uh, the that one of the biggest problems with maybe the last jedi was it failed to wish fulfill like it's main mm, problem
0: that's not true though cuz for a lot for a younger generation a specific demographic and a specific uh, they, they felt well, that Well, that's was, why half the people liked it. That's what I'm the, saying. The so, fulfillment is the, the visual. It's not
1: universal,
2: no, but it's... And that's interesting because, uh, um, you know, uh, Star Wars, if you really think about it, has always tended to focus on the the younger generation as the core audience, to sometimes alienating us, right. us older mm-hmm. people. Sure. I mean, I was not a big fan of those Ewoks. <laughs> I loved <laughs> them. <laughs> I loved them as a kid. Uh, right. There's yeah. a slight disparity in our right. ages, right. Mr. Dalton. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, the 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 original the you know the original the, the episodes one two and three right uh, right you know not exactly my speed at least till toward the end but um but there's a generation that's growing up making youtube videos about how yeah. uh, about how fantastic yeah. those movies right. Were. yeah right you know
1: yeah but just just the the i I was just focusing on like the like maybe the the worst Crime than any any of these adaptations can can commit is to fail to 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 figure out exactly which wish is being fulfilled by the by the 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 franchise, sure, and then just not and just fail to (laughs) fulfill it.
2: Mark Hamill's recent comments about the fact that uh, Luke, Leia, and Han were not reunited and never will be. Um, uh, and uh, as a source of real disappointment for him and and for a lot of older fans,
1: because it just seems like um, without without going on a, a serious tangent about it, it seems like why would you reincorporate these characters for the nostalgia of it and just sidestep the the obvious get of putting I them know. all together? You know, just know. To- well,
2: you know, Hassan, there's one <laughs> more true. movie.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> and there are force ghosts, and, and, <laughs> and that, they can blow us up. <laughs> and and the, the, there, there is foresight. <laughs> yes, so, so there's um, just there's a ton of there's a ton yeah. of uh, stuff. Let, that let's they give can, it a chance that they can make up on the fly.
1: Well, one of them is one of them is going to be there, posthumously. We didn't uh, even we didn't even
0: get uh, into uh, Magnificent uh, Revengers but uh, uh, we will <laughs> when we come back. <laughs>
1: I had a ticket bought for me by, oh, okay, okay. by an enthusiastic friend. You know. Did
0: you know that that friend now asked me to go? So does that mean I don't have a
1: ticket anymore? This is correct. This is correct.
0: I actually passed it on to Sam. So now Sam so is going, going, going with your friend.
1: With my friend. To the show. Well now I have a lot to say about this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> and none of it's good.
0: Secrets of the sire. <laughs> Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to give a shout-out to our amazing patrons, by the way. Uh, Mr. Craig Caruso, Einar Peterson, Matt Beyer, Ashley Haikai, Omar Morales, our program director, Stephanie Dolce, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Uh, big shout-out to Einar Peterson, though. He gave me a shout-out on Twitter. He's got a uh, comic book that's uh, going on right now that he's huh. he's building. It's a sci-fi book, nice. uh, The Reckoning, so go check it out. Uh, Very cool. And uh, he's, he's getting it turned into a visually impaired, uh, readable book right That's now. awesome. Uh, so he's doing some cool stuff nice. with that. So so like a that. Braille comic book or something I, I, like that? You know what? There's there's only 140 characters, or was it 280 characters in Twitter? So uh, maybe I should, maybe <laughs> yeah. I'll ask maybe him. Maybe you'll have a have a cool research him. with him. I'll research. I'll ask him a little <laughs> bit further. All right. One more thing you guys are working on hmm. Magnificent Revengers. Oh, wow. What is that? You sent me stuff over that I'm like, what? Uh, Ultraman, I want to can...
1: be one. I don't know what it is, but I, I, be I one. think Hassan ought to be a magnificent <laughs> Revenger.
0: Uh, uh, well, he's, he's halfway there.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm magnificent. Yes, <laughs> or, I agree or with is you.
2: Is he a Revenger?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, so we're all about revenge. <laughs> um, yeah, magnificent
2: Revengers him. is. Um, uh, uh, going to be uh, um, an event that's held kind of off Broadway, um, but it's it's a, a spectacle. It's sort of um, it's made by the same team who made Puffs, which is yeah. this Harry Potter uh, parody that's uh, that's so funny and, and uh, fantastic, filled with special effects uh, on stage. Um, uh, Magnificent Revenges is a Western where the audience is actually kind of immersed into the story. So um, uh, they'll actually uh, use their uh, mobile devices to make decisions um, that uh, unfold choose your own adventure. On, on the stage. Well, um, a, a little bit, it's it, it, the... The rubric is different. The technology is, <laughs> yeah, is different. But uh, I loved those books as a kid. Um, like that's the but, most amazing part. Um, it, it really w- works, and it creates this thrill, this tension in in the uh, audience. That's so much fun. It, right now, it's doing uh, readings. Um, the staging will happen uh, l- later uh, in, in the year. But um, but Starlight Runner is the uh, interactive dramaturg okay wow. um, that's a whole new title, I don't know what a whole that is. new stage dramaturg. credit yeah we are we are helping to design the uh, the, the way that the, the branch I'm the narratives bamboozler were, enabler the bamboozler <laughs> enabler <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's a lot of fun. I'm working on that with Steel Phillip Pack at Starlight Runner, and it's uh, it's it's just awesome. It, we we've been uh, getting into theme park uh, um, interactive design, and, very cool, uh, impacting all kinds of uh, immersive entertainment. See, that's projects.
0: that's what it's that's the future of everything, right? It that's, really is. The future is. of everything is the uh, you know the concert experience, right? The concert experience, the. Um, You know, instead of uh, downloading the podcast or down, sorry, downloading the uh, the the song, you go see them in concert, and I think that's what people do with entertainment now, right? I mean, that's Uh, it has to be.
2: We have uh, uh, not used. Four out of our five senses for the past uh, fifteen <laughs> or twenty years, <laughs> true, true. you know, our thumbs and our eyes. That's it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we're we're a little tired of that, and we want to be able to touch yeah. and feel and become involved and feel like we're a part of the narrative. And, and it's going to uh, come back in a big way. Yeah. I think, yeah, it,
1: uh, very much so. Plays and interactive stuff going back to concerts, yeah. that kind of thing. It's gonna mm. it's gonna be a big comeback.
0: Something else we always want to touch and feel. We go spinning the racks. Oh boy.
1: Spin the rack. Spin the rack. Oh my gosh. We have to have a long talk about segues, man. (laughs) (laughs) I do what I can. I I don't know. I don't know what everyone's gonna say. (laughs) I just work with (laughs)
0: what I got. Uh, speaking of working with what they got, uh, New Mutants could debut on Disney+. Plus. This is from comicbook.com. And mm-hmm. big shout out to Craig Crusoe for sending it my way, another patron. Uh, the how future, hard was New Mutants to get? I the, mean, honestly.
1: What's that? How hard was the concept of New Mutants? No, but not that, only
0: did they did they take the concept, but they actually applied a different genre to it, making it like a horror film, like trapped in an asylum, you know, mutants. Which you know.
1: probably isn't anything like what the actual finished no, product is. Well, I
0: mean, if you think about it, like all the Bill Sienkiewicz art, it, it, it at least the tone feels like it could be that for a little stretch um, uh, yeah I, I, I read the book back then um,
2: it, it will be an oddity um, uh, because it certainly will not be a part of Disney's uh, yeah uh, no. cinematic universe like
0: it, it's the ultimate like just having it in the in the in the Bin and pulling it out one day and kind of like that movie's been it's been finished for like two years
1: now and what's what is gonna be ironic is that we'll watch it and we'll be like you know this was really good oh absolutely <laughs> be, absolutely all the consternation well, behind Helsing. it it's
0: a Van Helsing thing now they've dumbed down the expectations so much <laughs> that you're gonna you're, you can't help but like it
1: I yeah it's like like the Dark Phoenix the Dark Phoenix uh, trailer drop <laughs> yeah, right and everybody's everybody's like wait this actually looks good what are I they know. holding this back for and then you could almost feel like an uh, like 12 hours later, the narrative shift on it. Yeah. Like, Dark Phoenix was never meant to be good. Nobody was ever meant to see <sighs> it. it was, it's really, the hive mind is just really a fascinating thing to watch.
0: Dark Phoenix is getting Have you seen Dark Phoenix yet? He's in Dark Phoenix. <laughs> just ask the question, right?
2: I, uh, I fear for all of the old Fox X-Men stuff. <laughs> Disney yeah, would really not, rather it go it's away. It's not long for the world. It no, really no, isn't. no do you know, it, what's funny I, we might have talked about this before how how 20th century fox put like a dozen x-men projects into pre-production into development yeah. as disney was trying to buy it just so that in, money can go flying out the door <laughs> to all their friends <laughs> wow that's a, that's
1: I, how did we get into that <laughs> yeah i know i know Maybe. Have not figured that out we didn't yet. Get sponsors here. <laughs> I was like, could you just pay me just to be around? I don't know. It's, a, it's a good work if you can get it.
0: <laughs> Real quick, getting back to Captain Marvel for a second. Uh, Sam had actually asked a good question uh, off air. End credits it happens. Worth it. Worth sticking around the end credits, the end credit scene because that's the that's the big Marvel trademark.
2: With no doubt. <laughs> With no um, doubt. Okay. W- one of them is amusing. The other is integral. All right. Okay.
0: And how good is that cat? It's cool. It. <laughs> That's what everyone's talking about. The, right. So I've seen one bad review so far. It was from the New York Post. And they said the best part of the movie was the cat. <laughs> they think the cat was the best part and Sam Jackson in general. I got to be honest with you, though. The de-aging process, I would have thought they would have given, like, Coulson more hair, you know, if they're making him, you know, he looks almost kind of the same, but they de-aged him, too. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so at time there were shots where he looks a little bit odd, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that the future of movie making? Um, people with, less, with more hair. No, uh, the future of movie making <laughs> where you can have... Um, oh, like Patrick Stewart's going to be you'll in like good shape one. at the end Look
1: of the uh... year. All right. See?
0: <laughs> Remember, Hall of Fame. Three out of ten. That's all you got to do. Oh, uh, my gosh. Uh, That's but the, um, a really bad joke. It's not gosh. a bad joke. The, uh, <laughs> three out of ten. The future of movie making. Are we going to come to a point where you know Harrison Ford is playing a young Indiana Jones again? Uh, nope. where, where He can't
1: run. <laughs> like,
0: uh-huh. it's all cgi show. at that point though. <laughs> that's my point though
1: well i mean look at uh look at look at uh rogue one yeah gonna, we're gonna get to that point where this is gonna be dead people who are gonna be in our movies uh, and possibly. and that's
2: that i think it's gonna happen um uh but I, I also think that um that we are starting to push back at uh at at what are effectively animated films, yeah, uh, with a few live-action actors kind of wandering yeah. through them. Yeah, it um, just, you know, it's still going to be a while before that stuff is is not just photorealistic, but contains the weight, yeah, uh, of movement that that's required for us to suspend our disbelief.
0: Yeah, I remember the scene in Entourage when uh, Vince is filming Aquaman. And James Cameron looks over and he's like, hey, in in five years, we're not even going to need actors. And he's like, kidding. (laughs) And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) You're not. It is true. All right. uh, Final thoughts from Mr. Jeff Gomez on Captain Marvel in general.
2: Um, I'm looking forward to
0: Shazam! Captain
2: Marvel. <laughs> I, I, I abide that Captain Marvel. I yeah. grew up with that character. Uh, and Mr. Tawny, the talking tiger. All right. um, <laughs> um, and, uh, and I think that, um, that Marvel's Captain Marvel is a worthy addition to the canon. Um, uh, go out and see it. Oh, very cool. Where can people find Starlet Runner? Uh, we're at starlightrunner.com. dot uh, Follow me on Twitter at jeff underscore gomez. The other Jeff Gomez really gets pissed. <laughs> yeah. um, I did tag him by mistake <laughs> once, but you know. And uh, on <laughs> Facebook, Starlight Runner and Jeff Gomez.
0: All right. Well, this has been the one hundred and sixtieth episode of Secrets of the Sire, but it is a uh, with with a heavy heart that we actually are going to be. Leaving Mr. Sam Liebowitz and Talking Alternative Broadcasting. This is our final episode with Talking Alternative. Uh, we want to give a, a hearty thank you to Sam, though, for everything he's done, uh, for helping this show get off the ground to where it needs to go and and uh, and move forward. Uh, never fear. We will be back next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern from an undisclosed Batcave location. <laughs> um, we're launching the Sire Studios uh, internet radio station. We're launching uh, the Secrets of the Sire mobile app. In two days, it'll be up on Google Play. Hopefully by next week it'll be up on iOS. You can download us on there. Uh, we are on like I think about forty different networks starting next week, wow. uh, which is going to be pretty exciting. I know the Roku network will be on Apple TV. Uh, we'll be on a whole bunch. Of, I mean, you theoretically can get us now on Apple TV, but we're now officially on Apple TV. It'll be our very, little boys are all grown it'll up. It'll be very very, so very exciting. All grown up. There will still be technical difficulties. I will still yeah. butcher people's names. <laughs> and next Myrtle. week. Uh, we will let you know whether or not uh, Captain Marvel flew higher, further, faster than uh, than what they're advertising. We give you our review. And we're going to welcome Paul Castro. Uh, he is from the Madonna documentary that was just featured on Bravo. So he's going to give us a little insight into that. I, it's, cool. it's a super feminist uh, episode next week. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what it is. So thank you, Talking Alternative. Thank you, Sam. Secrets of the Sire. Sam, thank you. Secrets of
2: the Sire.